Welcome to the Happy on Purpose podcast. This is Sandy Waggett. And this is TJ Sweet. Hey, TJ. Hey, Sandy. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. I have a lot of great things happening in my lives these days. So yeah, sounds like yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, so today we're going to talk about influence, right? Yes. Yes. Influence. <laughs> The thing that we all feel and we don't necessarily recognize how much we have on other people. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to kind of dive into this topic with you. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I mean, what does influence mean to you? Yeah. So I think influence is it's a lot around um, helping other people think differently mm-hmm. and also helping them think about others and think about themselves differently. Um, you know, it's not necessarily just focus on behaviors, even though that is sometimes the, the outcome of influencing someone. But uh, the, the influence that I really like to talk about and seek about, and hopefully I'm sure we'll dive into quite a bit, is really how do we help bring out the best in other people, but also understanding how we, um, what we do influences our own lives. So, um, but, so tell, me, tell me what you're thinking about influence and kind of how it plays a role in your life. I mean, my thoughts are very similar to yours, you know, um, it's kind of the effect you can have on people's, um, character, their energy, um, their beliefs, and of course, behaviors. I mean, behaviors are the outcomes. And, um, um, I think it's really important. I mean, not just, and we, we tend to think of influence in terms of business, right. In our jobs and our roles and whatever professional situation we're in, but, you know, influence, um, is important in your personal life too, right. With your mm-hmm. loved ones, if you have children, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not a parent, but <laughs> I know it's a big deal. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, and Sandy, it makes me think about the idea of we have influence, whether we know it or not. Mm. And so self-awareness helps us actually have the influence that we desire to have. Yeah. And and because our behaviors always or our words, our actions, whatever it may be, influence people sometimes, even when we don't get that feedback that we actually influence them. Oh, yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, you have to be very self-aware. Um, and very intentional um, about what you're doing and, and what you're saying. So what's, yeah. um, can you describe a time where you felt really influential? I, it, whether personal or business, doesn't matter. You pick. Yeah, yeah. So I've luckily, um, I've had the chance to be a people leader um, in healthcare for a really long time. And I've had some folks that um, kind of really didn't see themselves in a leadership role, didn't recognize their own influential abilities, Um, They didn't even see that they were a a top performer on the team. You know, they'd kind of just been in the groove of being one of the workers. Um, But I was able to see something different in them that they wanted to see, but they just haven't allowed themselves to see it because they couldn't tell themselves that new story. And so for me, the influence that I had was just belief, you know, not in the sense that they were already ready, but they could do the work. And they had the mindset to be ready, to be successful. And then I kind of started to nudge them and make them uncomfortable and put them in situations that made them lead. And, um, you know, I had staff that never, never, ever thought about being in a leadership role. And I nudged them and said, hey, you should consider this. 
not saying I'm putting you in a leadership role without preparing them, but just saying you should consider this. And they said that's the first time they've ever even thought about it. So you, um, you say, if I, I'm just going to kind of articulate what you said in a, in a different word, you challenged them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 And you, and you role modeled, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing that I take the most pride in as far as being a people leader and just really in people in, in life anymore, especially with the business that I do and the coaching that I do is showing people the way kind of going first but then also creating leaders, not followers. So I wanna create other people leaders of, you know, to do good in this world, to lead the right ways, to lead the way that make people feel inspired to do good work. And with my business side, it's kind of, a, I want people to, to live a life of, of gratefulness and appreciation and empowerment and deep connection. And so kind of going first with some of that, but then also challenging people um, unintentionally sometimes, you know, cause it makes people self-reflect really quick. Um, yeah. but also, um, it's something to where, um, it's encouragement, not judgment, um, when it comes to, to challenging people. But, um, so tell me about for yourself, Sandy, one of you, how to how, come tell me, is there a time that you've influenced somebody, um, in either side of your life that you feel like was really impactful for you as well? Yeah. You know, I kind of fall back on this story. It's kind of interesting. I, um, I was the um, on the board of the Lake Erie Chamber of Commerce for nine years, and I had this um, passion for helping small businesses, and I really wanted to bring something to the chamber and, and get their buy-in on a thing we ended up calling the Lake Erie Business Academy. And because of the way the budgeting works, I had a really short time frame to do that. So I spent a lot of time preparing um, outlines of the vision for the academy and, you know, what it would cost the chamber to do it and uh, what the chamber could make from it and then how it would benefit and support the membership of the chamber. And so <clears throat> I was still kind of a relatively new board member at the time that I presented this. And um, so I had to make my case at a board meeting and convince them at that meeting to vote to put this new thing into the budget because just of the of the time frame constraints and I felt like um, that was a really influential time for me and they did vote and the and the business academy did uh, get launched so that was a success uh, as far as persuading and influencing a board of other professionals to take an action something that I really wanted to see so I see that part as a success now on the flip side though um, the business academy no longer exists we're several years later <clears throat> and so when I think of influence where ultimately we failed on the business academy side we initially got support, you know, people were excited about it, but the support waned uh, over years because um, I don't feel like we enlisted input from the members of the chamber. And so one of the big important things in influence to me is, you know, people support what they create. And when you enlist people to bring their ideas to the table, and get feedback and help have them help create like so in this case we should have had the membership help create the academy and the topics of the academy then we would have had more support so it's a double-sided coin i see that you know my persuasion and influence over the board of directors to uh, launch the business academy was fantastic but then we failed on the other side of influence 
by not enlisting and empowering the membership to help us actually build it. Yeah. So can I follow up with a question on that? Just because it, it's something too that uh, uh, when you think about influence, it's not just a moment, right? It's not inspiration. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is, right? It starts there. Um, so tell me, talk to me about um, just this idea of um, influencing and, and getting people excited about something versus the impact of the something, right? So do you feel like if you would have been able to not necessarily just yourself, right? Because the energy can't be you, right? Always. The energy has to be why we do it in the first place. Because the what what we do, right? Again, is, you know, is the academy in that situation, right? But the long lasting impact, like why it matters that we do it, that can sometimes fan the flame after the person who lit the fire is originally gone. So tell me your thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I mean, I, I'm just going to go back to, you know, role modeling is a big part mm -hmm. of it. And, you know, I felt like um, in, in our case, the, the board, they supported the idea of the academy, but we as a group didn't role model participation in the academy. So, you know, I had all the buy-in, of course, because I created the idea, um, but we never really could achieve the buy-in of the community, number one, because we didn't ask, but also because as a board, we didn't role model participation in it over an extended period of time. So, you know, you're, to your point earlier, um, you know, you are impacting uh, and influencing people whether you know it or not. So if you're not role modeling the behavior that you wanna see, you're gonna have a hard time motivating people to support, right? <laughs> it's kind of, you know, like living in alignment, <laughs> which you put out there. And if you're not doing it yourself, you're not gonna achieve, and I hate the word followers, but in this case, you know, that's really what it was. Uh, yeah. we, we just didn't get the buy-in because we didn't role model it as a group of leaders. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it's, you know, the idea of role modeling, again, it shows people how, but it also shows people that it's possible. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when you think about a group of people, um, it sometimes takes, um, you know, like Gandhi talks about, um, be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. So we can sit back and provide all the tools and resources and, and wish for change. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the thing that actually just influences everything the most is us just consistently discipline, you know, consistent discipline with certain things with intention around just being the change. And so whether people in my life are grateful or not does not determine whether or not I'm fully committed and, and fully believing in this mission, in this purpose of making this world a more grateful place, you know, but if I'm not Right. So it's almost like taking care of my own self. Right. In the sense of if I don't believe in it and if I can't meet them where they are in the sense of questioning. Right. Because um, everybody that we influence initially grabs on to the idea because of how it maybe looks or feels. Um, but whenever they have to do it themselves, that's where some of that role modeling, role modeling comes in, because then it can look for you uh, for an example. Yeah. I mean, you have to live in congruence. Right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, congruence is a big part of it. How can yeah. you influence other people if you're not congruent with your, your beliefs and your own actions? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, and I think you you bring up a point. I'd love to kind of ask you a question around, um, again, influence isn't necessarily something always outside us, right? It's not something around us. It's not, you know, you hear on social media, you hear about influencers, mm-hmm. right? Who can just make people buy something because they wear it, they use it, they drink it, right? Whatever it is, it's been a model that's been around forever. Um, and so kind of what are your thoughts on like, how do you how do you measure the amount of influence you have or how do you keep in check the amount of influence other people are having on you? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let me address the first question. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I one of the things in um, high performance coaching is, you know, the ability to measure and just step back and look at what's going on in your life. And um, I think you can measure influence by um, how quickly you're able to achieve your goals uh, because you have to enlist the help of other people. And, you know, if you're struggling to achieve, uh, you, it's, there's a good possibility that you lack the necessary influence or at a minimum, you are lacking the ability to ask for help, <laughs> right, right? But no, I mean, I, I think the speed of your achievements is a, is a big measure because if you have the ability to enlist the appropriate help and support that you need, that's influence, right? Yeah. 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 And that's, you know, in full humility, that is something I have not been great at um, because, not because I didn't think other people could help me. Yeah. Not because um, I didn't see their value, but it was more because um, one, I didn't want to inconvenience anybody. And two, I didn't want anybody to think I was taking the easy way out. Wow. Yeah, that's that's deep because we tend to feel (laughs) that way as achievers. And, you know, people who listen to podcasts are generally into self-improvement and overachiever themselves so I am certain that the listening audience can relate to what you said but in reality we're really not putting people up people love to help other people yeah I mean yeah Yeah. well the thing is like every you know and Sandy it makes me think about every industry whether it is a bank a restaurant business a marketing company whatever it is, everything is in service to someone else. Mm-hmm. So why not give people the chance to yeah. find fulfillment yeah. and significance in other people's lives? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and every great achievement, whether it's acting or musicians or anybody's, anybody, no matter what it is, athletics, they get up there and they have a list of people they want to thank. Right. But for some reason, I felt like I'm getting better at this. I felt like I just needed to do it all myself so that I didn't feel like I had to inconvenience anyone. But yet all the great achievements have come from assistance with other people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And plus, I want to bring people with me. Like, I want people on that journey. Right. Like, and like, that's the other silly, like self-reflection thought of like, wait a minute, I don't want to do this alone at all. Like, I want to bring people with me, like the people that I love and people I'm grateful for. I want them with me, not doing it. Right. But I want their input and their feedback because it matters. And like, I want, I want a team of people in my life and like who we surround ourselves with, um, you know, obviously has a great influence on us, but also kind of being aware of how we influence the people around us. Yeah. Um, so 
Well, that goes to another yeah. measure, which is the energy, yeah. the energy of, mm. the, of the people around you in your group, right? And then how intentionally you can lift that energy. Are you the influencer? When you're in a, in a room, you know, some people light up a room when they enter and some people mm-hmm. light up a room when they leave. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be that, that person that lights up the room when you enter and just lifts the energy in the space, you know, be responsible yeah. for the energy you bring to the situation kind of thing. And that has a lot to do with influence. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you think about the, you know, for these listeners um, of this podcast to think about and listen. Listening to something like this is actually influencing your own life and raising your own energy and raising your own mental awareness. And so um, kudos to you, one, for listening, right, to all the listeners out there. But secondly, what are you going to do with something you learn from this? Because when you learn one little piece of information from a podcast or a book or an article, whatever it may be, or an audiobook, and you share it with someone, that's influence. It is. Yeah. So we get we get nuggets all the time. Now we can read all the other things in this world that are happening and there's a bunch of negative things and just sad things and traumatizing things happening for sure. So it's aware of those things, but what do we talk more about? Do we talk more about what we want to see or what we hope we never see again? Uh, yeah. Very good point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people are really good at defining and pointing out what they don't want and they have a very mm-hmm. hard time often articulating what they do want. So, (laughs) yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, and it's, and it's something to, it's something to be learned from both, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, we have to, we have to have that perspective, but what we don't want doesn't cultivate action. When we think about what we don't want, it just makes us freeze actually, typically, uh, at least for me. Um, But when we think about what we do want, the next step is how do I, how do I become whatever that is? right? To be, to have that thing or be that person or live that life, um, you know, as opposed to um, thinking about avoidance, that's actually more thinking about intentional direction to take. Um, but being an influence in our own life, like just stopping and pausing and thinking about who you're surrounding yourself with. What are you listening to? What are you reading? What are you watching? Because that influences us of which then influences everybody around us. Exactly. So it's, it's a it's a self-love but love for others when we think about how we're being influenced by everything around us yeah well it goes to the point of this podcast too I mean we call it happy on purpose right right so we want to influence people who are listening to live a life of gratitude and to be happy on purpose so you know it starts with defining that right I mean that's exactly what we want to do so as you're working on, if you're trying to influence someone in your life, I mean, one of the first things you have to do is define exactly how you want them to think and behave. I mean, what's the outcome you're trying to achieve with the influence that you're trying to have, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, that's such, a, that's such a great point. Yeah. If you can't define it, how can you expect the outcome to occur? So, you know, yeah. when, when we're thinking of the steps we want people to take, the first thing is to define what that outcome looks like. What, what's, what's that influence that you want to have? And then to act and behave and coach in congruence with that, because people are always watching. So <laughs> in right. this case, if you, if you and I were trying to, you know, influence people and coach people to live a life of gratitude and be happy on purpose. And we're running around like a couple of crabby ogres. That's just not going to work out. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, and you know, the thing is too, um, I 
uh, the the old saying of monkey see, monkey do, right? Mm -hmm. It's not monkey hear, monkey do, mm -mm. for a reason, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's a matter of, uh, you know, what we do and, and how we act and how we behave. And just, it, there is no moment too small, whether it's a phone call you make, whether it's a conversation you have, whether it's somebody at the grocery store, whether you just hold the door open for one more person, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's sometimes unexpected, right? Random acts of kindness. Mm -hmm. uh, and I love the thought of let's make um, random acts of kindness not so random, right? Um, because just the influence that it has on other people because it makes them feel seen. And that's influence. Like that's such an opportunity and it's, there's not enough of that these days. There's so much of a, you know, we feel like we're in the ocean of people, you know, but how do I stand out? Well, you stand out when somebody sees you and holds the door for you. Yeah. We've all been there where somebody's shown us that extra effort and they've shown us that like um, transformational type of relationship, not a transactional where they do something to get something when they just do it because they appreciate you. Um, that's the, I think probably some of the greatest influence we can have. And you know, I think about gratitude and combining um, influence and gratitude in the sense that uh, gratitude, uh, think about the people that you're the most grateful for. It could be three people, it could be one person. We don't have to overthink it, right? So as, the, as our listeners are taking some notes, just write down three people you're the most grateful for and then combining that with the thought you just had of what kind of influence are you having and do you wanna have? Just start there. Yeah. That's, that's a great foundational place to start because when you look at the influence you are having right now versus the influence you actually want to have, there's a gap there. So how do you then bridge that gap? And, you know, we, we can't control what people do, how they react, but we can influence what they do, how they react, how they think by our own actions. So turning it inward, who do I have to become and who do they have to believe and see me as? Mm -hmm in order to have influence, the kind of influence that I want um, in that person's life or in that business situation. You know, the, you can control yourself. And I mean, once you say that a lot of it too, besides congruence is consistency, mm. because if you lack consistency, um, I think that your influence also wanes quite a bit. Yeah, I would agree with that. And yeah, I think that's the difference between inspiration and influence inspiration is like this idea of um, I want to start something new I want to do something new but then it doesn't necessarily impact our heart mm -hmm. it just impacts the outcome right we think about the outcome of being inspired by somebody but it's that influences the consistency and it actually becomes something that changes not just our work life right it actually changes you know transforms even probably the who we are as a person and how we interact with other people now it's going to be tough sometimes around us because whenever we're influenced and we start making some changes in our lives not everybody's going to come along with you but that doesn't mean that they don't serve the same value in your life because you know it's just a matter of you know your journey doesn't mean separation from everybody it just means you know interacting differently with people and we've talked about that a couple of different times on other episodes where, you know, sometimes people serve different purposes in our lives, um, but everybody has a purpose. And so, um, you know, it's something too, and I think about influence is um, not trying to be someone, right? But trying to be more like, right? There's a fine line between those two. When you try to get caught up trying to look like and sound like and walk like and dress like somebody, 
versus what is the thing inside of them that makes them do the things they do? That's when influence really comes in as opposed to manipulation or, you know, this, this idea that um, someone's better than anybody else. It, and that's not true at all. It's just a matter of what is the thing inside of them that makes them want to contribute the way they do and live the way they live? Um, because it, we don't get to see everybody's real story all the time. We see some other highlights, um, you know, that make us <laughs> kind of judge ourselves, um, judge our full story against somebody else's highlights. On, I think of people who have influence on me. Uh, they're very congruent all the time in how they behave. Um, you know, I, I believe that they're a caliber of a person, a role model, you know, that I want to aspire to be more like, to learn from, to be mentored by, to be coached by. Um, and they also tend to be um, linchpins, um, connectors, right? Um, for me anyway, I think that um, influential people go out of their way to help other people by connecting them with uh, other people who can help them achieve their goals. So if you're looking to be more influential, you know, that is um, to me critical that you become a linchpin, a go-to. And um, then I also think that people who are really influential ask better questions. They ask mm. more probing and deeper questions, right? So, um, you know, I, there's, um, Vernon Burchard likes to talk about how um, people who are influential have three things in common. They teach us how to think. And it's not by, by the fact of telling, it's more coaching. They ask deeper probing questions and lead you to um, the ideas, right? Because again, people support what they create, right? It's not a, you should, it's a, you know, well, what else? They, you come up with an answer and they ask you what else it's a, it's a deeper follow-on and then um, they challenge us which we've already talked about and then mm -hmm. they lead the way through role modeling I mean role modeling is a big part of it so you got to walk the talk right yeah right. <laughs> yeah no I totally agree I, you know thinking about people that have influenced me a lot over the years too is it and it wasn't even um it, I felt like it wasn't intentional at the time it just kind of becomes who they are because they have a passion for it you know, and um, I know this is, you know, it's just something that you see somebody, you hear about somebody's work ethic. And then, you know, you hear about, uh, again, a big shift for me in my life is with gratitude practices. When somebody said to me that, um, you know, even John Gordon and a bunch of other people talk about this, but um, the idea of getting to do something versus having to do something. Mm -hmm. That didn't change the way I behaved. That changed the way I thought about my life and the things that I get to do and the people that I'm grateful for, literally, I have not been inconvenienced, right? By the, you know, before it used to be counting the costs. Now I'm just counting moments and memories with people that I love. And I don't even, it doesn't even um, factor into my brain anymore, you know, in the sense of any sort of inconvenience. And that's really just one simple shift of thought that somebody did, again, influence. I didn't talk to this person. I just read it, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so it's like influence is all around us if we're open to it and, yeah. um, you know, but we kind of have to have this destined, this sense of self-awareness that what, like, who am I becoming, mm -hmm. right? Instead of just this focus on who am I being, because mm -hmm. being is, is good, right? It's very, it's static a little bit in the sense of being something, but becoming gives us this hope, this growth, this 
I'm growing, right? Not an elevation, but just a, a, a progress. Um, so when other people see you growing the role model way, right? Like we've talked about, other people kind of start to think, well, maybe they can grow too. And as opposed to thinking you're this higher level status that other people can't reach, yeah. it's actually just we're all garden, we're all plants in a garden growing together, right? And let's just influence <laughs> each other and look towards the sun more often, right? I mean, it's it's um, that's the beauty around what you just said there too. And I think the challenge us, um, the outcome of being challenged is actually just somebody else believing that we can do it in the first place. Absolutely, yeah. Because... I, I mean, it lifts you up, it inspires you, it motivates you, yeah. Without yeah. a doubt, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, if, if we're trying to uh, have more influence with people mm -hmm. in our lives, um, I think rather than looking at it, like how we're going to direct or inspire, you know, that's kind of the outward way that we tend to look. It needs to be more inward. Who, who do we have to become it, just as you described? And then, you know, I'll add on, um, have, you, have you heard of the term benefit extension? Mm -mm. So um, think of it as, uh, I, <laughs> I don't have kids, so I shouldn't even be giving this example, but let's just say you have a kid and you're trying to inspire them to keep the room cleaner. A, a simple um, mm. idea of benefit extension would be your mom will be much happier, less stressed if she doesn't have to see your room with you know, clothes scattered all over the floor every day. So the benefit ex of ex the benefit extension in that example is mom is happier, calmer. So it's not just, you're going to have a clean room. I want you to keep your room clean. You, you add that level of benefit extension because we like to help other people by nature. So how can you take that simple um, kind of silly example, but then apply that to whatever relationship or even business uh, idea that you're trying to have influence on. Think about the benefit extension and the wider circle of impact, the ripple effect that uh, it would have, and then try to articulate and communicate that to whoever it is that you're trying to influence. Because just by nature, we like to help other people. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's such a great example, and I'll and I'll uh, I'll deviate from the kids just a little bit, and because and, it made me think about while you were talking, saying it made me think about a habit formation, mm. right? Because really, what we're talking about is having the kid clean the room consistently, right? Mm. So any habit formation, putting in the benefit in front of the habit, even for ourselves, like I'm going, to, you know, even if it's a new habit we want to start up, I'm going to go for a walk every day. But what if we put that benefit extension statement just about ourselves is I feel better when I go for a walk every day, or I feel more relaxed when I go for a walk every day. Yeah. I don't know if that would be more compelling for some people. It might, right? But you see the benefit of the habit, not just the habit itself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it kind of goes, that's, um, man, I wish I could remember the book where I read it. Uh, I'll have to look it up and put it in the show notes. Um, but um, the person talks about when you're setting New Year's resolutions or goals, rather than, you know, I want to lose 15 pounds, the goal or the resolution or whatever it is, should be how you want to feel. I want to mm. feel healthier and more vibrant. And then the losing 15 pounds is a way to get there. It's not actually the goal itself. The goal itself is to feel healthier, more alive and more vibrant in your body. 
So that sounds to me like what you just said. And I will look that book up. I have it. It's on my shelf here somewhere. And I thought, what a great way to set goals. You set goals around how you want to feel. Uh, and then, you know, the actual outcomes are actually what you need to achieve to get there. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I appreciate you bringing that up. It's kind of making me already deep think on some of the goals <laughs> I have. And, and, you know, and it's inspiration, right? It's like that initial motivation to have the new habit or have the goal. Um, but that that other statement, like you just said, what you referenced, um, it's that's what invokes the effort when it's not convenient. And um, so, yeah, so I appreciate you sharing that thought. Again, influence on me on every episode that we do. So I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Well, so we like to always end episodes with a call to action. Right. And I actually really like the call to action you interjected earlier because it's mm -hmm. simple and it was to think of three people in your life that you want to have more influence with in the, um, so jot those names down. And then what was the follow on to that once you figured out who the people are? Yeah, so it was the grateful list um, and then thinking about how you're currently influencing them and how you want to influence them. Okay, okay. So how you're currently influencing them, how you want to influence them. And then the follow on to that is then, who do you need to become in order to have that level of influence, right? Because it really starts with inward thinking, not outward projection. Yeah, yeah. And one, one other simple thought um, that I think about the word with influence, I can't separate the two anymore in my life, but leadership. Mm. John C. Maxwell, right? So leadership is influence. So if you think in your life that you don't have influence, right? If this feels like this topic is a little disconnected from you, Think about leadership. Think about people that rely on you for guidance. Think about people that rely on you for safety, for, for whatever the things are in your life. Those are the people, if you have trouble finding people on your list of thinking, who could I influence? Anybody that you lead, which by the way is everybody in your life in some way, shape or form. Um, leadership is influence. And so it's an opportunity to lead, not, um, you know, not something that happens on accident that we don't take um, full responsibility for, so. Yeah, yeah. And great leaders ask deeper, more probing questions. They challenge us and they role model the way. That's right. They're doing <laughs> it on purpose. <laughs> All right. All right, TJ. Well, that was fun. I appreciate the conversation. And you know, I appreciate you so much. I always enjoy talking to you. So let's yeah. go be happy Thank on purpose. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Sandy. Happy on purpose indeed. All right. Talk to All you right. soon. Okay. listening to the happy on purpose podcast if you enjoyed this episode on influence please visit happyonpurpose.com where tj and i share some great resources that will help you improve the influence in your life and live a life that's happy on purpose see you next week